0: What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hill, and along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. And gentlemen, we are we are back. Christmas is over with. Week 16 is over with. And pretty soon, 2021 will be over with. Freaking uh, wild. <laughs> As wild always, year. it's been a year of adventure. Oh, yeah. And the NFL season is no different, which we will we will certainly get into on tonight's show. So, as always, let's just hop right into it. We will start with our drink of the night. Brought to you by our buddies at String Sports Brewery. I've got, um, uh, from the, uh, the White Elephant Party, I've got the Jim Beam Devil's Cut.
1: Oh. Going fancy on us. Not really, actually. No, a I don't little, think. I don't a think. Little it's more never had say. it. Well, it's a little more aggressive.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, technically, it's still the holiday time because we still have New Year's Eve tomorrow. So
1: that is very true. You did but say the- that you rock holiday time is, you know,
0: holiday time is the uh, it's the harder stuff. That's right. So that's where I'm at. Okay, Dig Alex,
2: it. what you got? Uh-
0: uh, my wife was so kind enough to go pick me up another bottle of Screwball the other day, so oh, lord, I've got some go. chilled, got some chilled Screwball. Nicole is the real MVP. She is.
1: You know, right. if we were somehow lucky enough to have any representative of Screwball, listen, like, can we get a sponsorship for this guy here? Like, he's right. got to be like the strongest advocate for this whiskey ever. <laughs> yeah. Then it hey, do dude, his it's
0: doorstep. So weekly. good. <laughs>
1: it is pretty good i've had i have had it i will not make fun of you at all because it's pretty fantastic
2: hey and for our listeners in case anybody has a gluten allergy
0: screwball is gluten free hey there you go sensitive on the stomach nice (laughs) all right so matt where are you at you mentioned uh what some heineken
1: well it's not regular heineken because sadly enough it's actually better than regular Heineken. Well, that's true. You don't really like regular Heineken. Um, I'm
0: keeping a train of, you know, limited alcohol consumption and, uh,
1: we're, we're going to double zeros.
0: All right. Double zeros. There you go. So, Hopefully everybody who listens to this uh, New Year's Eve Eve edition, they uh, they drink responsibly if they're going out anywhere and celebrating reeling in the new year and in 2021 and starting 2022, we wish everyone the best. Let's get into the football boys, let's recap what happened in week 16, which on a personal level for at least us on the show is extremely disappointing, but... We'll go through week 16, the results, our picks, set up the preview for week 17 as the NFL season, believe it or not, the regular season is wrapping up quicker than uh, we could have anticipated. So it started out Thursday night, Titans over the 49ers, 20-17. to A.J. Brown could not be stopped for the Titans. Rolled into football on Christmas Day. Packers over the Browns, 24-22 baker mayfield did not play well in that game um we will go ahead and move right along to the colts cardinals um, before we get into what's shaping up to be a uh, an interesting college football playoff on new year's eve colts cardinals 22 16 cardinals continue their late season slide boys i don't know about you, but I did not see the Cardinals falling off the face of the earth like they have. Nah,
1: it's um, been kind of disappointing to watch, to be completely honest. I thought they are going to be kind of one of those fun teams that nobody really thought would do it. Kind of does it quietly all year, but we know they're good. And then, yeah, I mean, some people. And, I mean, it's team hasn't been, we don't think of the Cardinals as being a, you know, dominant, established team all the time. So, I think the trend that they're going on would have been
0: fun, but yeah, it's hey, surprising at the time of the year where you really need to be playing your best football. They've lost three in a row, so we'll maybe be, it's just
1: because they're still just not quite where they need to be, and that's if, possible. Which it could be scary for the NFL because they looked like they were already there.
0: Yeah, it's certainly possible. We'll see how it shakes out. So we we move into Sunday. The Falcons and the Lions. Falcons win twenty to sixteen once again. Dan Campbell's team plays hard but falls short. Bengals and Ravens, Joey Burrow played Madden football on Sunday, throwing for 525 yards and four touchdowns. That was the uh, fourth-highest passing yardage total in NFL history as they handle the Ravens. Rams and Vikings on a game where Matt Stafford threw three interceptions. The Rams still beat the Vikings 30-23. to 23. I think that a lot of people were surprised by that. Um, Bills, Patriots. Bills go into Foxborough. Josh Allen looked like MVP type of Josh Allen, over 300 yards, three touchdown. Bills win, 33-21. Jets and Jaguars. We we saw the ending of that as we were all watching ball together. And uh, Jaguars had a chance. Looked like the Jaguars though being all dysfunctional at the end of the game. They lose 26 to 21. Giants and Eagles. Uh, yes, all three of us and our eyeballs suffered watching that game. Eagles 34 to 10. It was never really, well, it was close at halftime, and that's about it. Buccaneers, Panthers, Bucks 32 to 6. The Panthers are a terrible team. They're going to start Sam Darnold at quarterback this week. We'll get into that as we preview. Uh, Most embarrassing loss of the entire football season. Chargers lose to the Texans 41 to 29. Chargers Chargers defense had a top-five um, worst defensive performance of the season, according to the analytics. That's how bad and embarrassing it was. Bears, Seahawks in a game in the great Northwest in the snow. The Bears 25 to 24. Uh, Big Dick Nick Foles gets the W <laughs> as the starter there. Rashad Penny with an, a monster game for the Seahawks on the ground, but it did not matter. Chiefs and Steelers, it was all Chiefs. Uh, the game was over at halftime. Chiefs 36- to 10 as they clinched the AFC West with that victory. Broncos and Raiders in a game where both teams were fighting to stay in the hunt or on the bubble. Raiders win 17 to 13. Cowboys, Washington football team, the biggest routes of the season, uh, 56 to 14. I mean, this game was over at halftime. Everything that could go wrong for Washington did go wrong. And, of course, when the Cowboys win a big game like that, Everybody in America gets on the uh, Cowboys lap and grinds against it. And then Monday night, Dolphins and Saints. Uh, the Saints had no chance. Ian Book, the quarterback, had zero chance. Dolphins win 20 to three. So that was the results of the week 16 NFL season as far as our picks. I went 12 and four my dad went 11 and five Alex and Matt both went 10 and six so a good week for us in the picks category. Uh, obviously we all had the chargers and and they uh, like I mentioned let us all down for the season the records shake out like this in the picks I'm sitting at 159 and 80. My dad is at 152 and 87, seven games back. Alex is at 140 and 99, and then Matt is at 138 and 101. So two games separate, Matt and Alex. So Uh that's where we sit, boys, as we go into week 17. This is what the playoff picture in the NFL looks like after that week 16. We'll start in the NFC as there is a lot more that has been. Um, settled in terms of teams that have clinched a playoff spot. Uh, The Packers have clinched a playoff spot and clinched their division. Currently, they sit as the one seed. That's not locked up yet, but could be. Cowboys are currently the two seed. They've clinched the NFC East. The Rams have clinched a playoff spot. They are the three seed. They have not clinched the division, however. That is still up for grabs out west. The Bucks are the four seed. They've clinched the division. The Cardinals have clinched a playoff spot. They are currently the five seed, but could still win their division. Two spots available. The two teams in the hunt right now that are sitting in the six and seven seed are the 49ers and the Eagles. And then the bubble teams in the NFC are the Vikings, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Washington football team. So still two spots up for grabs in the NFC. The AFC is the fricking, Wild, wild west um, in terms of teams that are still out there. What could happen? Right now the Chiefs are the only team that have clinched a spot and they've clinched the division. They are the one seed. Titans are the two seed as of now. They have not clinched anything. The Bengals are the three seed as of now. They haven't clinched anything. The Bills are the four seed uh, and they have not clinched. Colts would be the five seed. Patriots the six seed. Dolphins the seven seed if it ended today. The bubble teams are the Chargers, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Broncos. So still tons of teams alive in the AFC with two games left to play. So the season is definitely going to come down to uh, week 18. But that is where we sit for the NFL playoff picture currently. Um, As we preview what's coming up this week, we're actually going to preview, speaking of playoffs, the college football playoffs as they do kick off on New Year's Eve, which is tomorrow. The early one is the 1-4 matchup, Alabama against Cincinnati. Boys, Uh, do either of you expect this to be a close game? (laughs) I mean, I, I think the game is over. That's just me personally. I don't think Cincinnati is much of a chance. They're two touchdowns underdogs, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, so I'm a little torn here. I don't think
2: Alabama is going to have an issue being forcing Cincinnati, despite the success that Cincinnati had all along. Um, I do think they deserve to be in the playoffs, but I would much rather see an Alabama-Georgia game or a Michigan-Cincinnati game. Um that's just me personally though. So Yeah.
0: What about you, Matt? You think Cincinnati's got a putters chance or it's just gonna be roll tied tomorrow?
1: I think Cincinnati keeps it interesting um for like a half, maybe. Um yeah. there has been some games with Alabama that have looked a little interesting through a half. Um that is true. I do think though I think there's just too much depth that Alabama still That's where they get people. Yeah. You can hang with them for a half. They're going to find a way to adjust with their depth and come out and probably punch you in the mouth and put up 21, 24 points in the second half and blow it open. I don't know if it'll be that big, but it wouldn't surprise me. But I do think Cincinnati is going to at least show that somebody out of a power, like major power five, like known school is, can do something. Um, for at least a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I see Alabama rolling that one. Um, yeah.
0: Well, and the Alabama's had all this time to focus on just one opponent. So, I mean, they're going to be ready.
1: I just – there's the – there's the football fan in me on both sides. There's – I want a better game in, like, Alabama-Georgia because it's just better teams technically. But then there's a part of me I'm like, do I really want to watch another Alabama-Georgia, like – Fucking game.
0: Well, I mean, I know per- me personally, the answer to that would be no,
1: but like that,
0: that could happen. It so. is
1: getting tiresome and like, I get it, but it's like, here we go again. Here we go again. Well, we'll see what happens there. We'll like I said,
0: Alabama's I do think Michigan,
1: I do think Michigan's going to give Georgia a run for the money, though. Georgia is very good and Georgia will do Georgia things, but that also does mean that they have a big potential to not win because that's what Georgia does.
0: Well, sure. I mean, that, that's Hence against three Alabama. Matchup. And the Look what
1: happened is against only Alabama six and a half. So, I mean, they it, it, i, I, I cracked the against, against Alabama. Bad, yeah. It was a terrible game. Yep. Georgia just didn't show up. It was like watching a whole different team.
0: Well, if that so, same Georgia team shows up against Michigan, Michigan's going to win. Oh, they're going to roll. Yeah. Um, now I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I don't know, but I think Michigan if that keeps it is interesting. The case then yeah.
1: Something tells me we're going to end up watching friggin' Georgia, Alabama. Well, we know Which what Alex's thoughts be
0: are because Alex, Alex said Georgia was going to win the whole dang thing. So we know Alex thinks. So, you still
1: on the uh, UGA bus there?
2: Uh, man, I said what I said. I, I got, mm-hmm. I got
0: nothing, nothing really
2: to add to that, man. I, I think that Georgia will win it all. I said it. We started this, and I'm going to keep saying that just like yeah. I do with my NFL picks, man. I, it would be, I genuinely
1: believe Georgia would win. It would actually be kind of hard to pick against. As much as I like to use the Georgia doing Georgia things when it comes to big games, because I just find it hilarious, this is one of those instances where if we get Georgia-Alabama, it could be – Georgia could finally, like, do it. Maybe they get over the hump. It's
0: tough to beat the same team twice in a season. We've seen that throughout the course of football history. So There's
1: also the other little nuance to this, too. Did the, did the Braves break the Atlanta curse?
0: <laughs> you, know, you never know. Hey. I mean, if Georgia was based <laughs> an Atlanta-based team, I would say maybe. But who, kn- who it's knows? It's still Georgia. I mean, you got, well, got to still give the state, you know. Yeah. We'll give them some credit. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I do enjoy – you know, I'm not a huge New Year's Eve partier. So, the fact that they put the playoff games on New Year's Eve kind of makes New Year's Eve a little bit more exciting for me because it's like something to tune into and watch and all that stuff. Um, so we'll see. I'll, I'll watch them, um, obviously. And, um, I mean, would it be absolutely insanely crazy if the national championship game was Cincinnati versus Michigan? Yes. Is that going to happen? Hell no, but you got to watch and see. So it'll be entertaining. Um, if your team is still in the race, we wish you the best of luck. Um, you know, maybe at least on the show behind our, behind your backs, you probably don't, but anyway, that's what we've got. We've got Alabama and Cincinnati and then it'll be Michigan and, Georgia in the later games so we'll see how it shapes up there. As far as the Big Boy League, let's get right into it fellas. There's obviously no more yeah. Thursday night games. Um, you know, the NFL and this COVID thing, they had to they had to be something done because things were just getting out of hand. I mean, let's face it, week 16 was embarrassing in a lot of ways for the NFL in terms of just how many key players on teams we're out because of this COVID protocols. Obviously the the switch was made this week to where it was now five days of quarantine instead of 10. That's helped a lot of teams get a lot of their key players back. Uh, one of the, one of the major ones that is still up in the air, but it looks like could clear. We found out when uh, Carson Wentz got put on the COVID list for the Colts on Tuesday. Uh, and then later on the, uh, The change was made that the quarantine was five days to give, presumably to give the Colts a chance to have Wentz play quarterback in a big game against the Raiders. Obviously, it helps a lot of other teams as well. The Chargers are able to activate Mike Williams, um, who would have had to miss um, a second straight game because of the COVID quarantine 10-day policy. So a lot of good things there. Uh, We're not going to make this a political show. We'll start with the games. Raiders, Colts, currently the spread is Colts minus seven. It opened at minus six and a half. The word of Wentz being out changed the spread all the way down to Colts minus one and a half. The quarantine protocols changed and the spread went back up to Colts minus seven, which means that Vegas is telling us that Wentz is going to play QB. Um, So it's Colts minus seven over under 44 and a half in a game that honestly both teams have to have in terms of fighting for their playoff lives. That being said, uh, this is under the assumption that Wentz does play. The Colts obviously have Jonathan Taylor, who's an MVP candidate. So I am picking the Colts to win this game in Indianapolis. Also, I need the Raiders to lose.
2: Uh, That was a mouthful there. Um, That sure was.
0: I, to lay, I had to lay the foundation for what's going on with these games. Yeah, I don't know. You're good. Um, so, personally,
2: <laughs> I, I I predicted this at the beginning of the season. Sticking with it. someone been kicking me in the ass. Um, <laughs> I picked the Raiders this week.
0: All right. I mean, this was a big <laughs> – this is a must-have-it game for the Raiders. Yeah, Especially in a week when John Madden, NFL – Football legend passed away. This could be something weird where the Raiders win one for Madden as he's, you know, coaching from the sideline with his ghost. You never know. Yeah.
1: As much as I love John Madden, I just don't know that I see that happening. Um, I mean, I'm with it, you too,
0: but I'm just, it, would be, it would be awesome.
1: And I love the like story of that, but <laughs> I agree with you. I've said it along with you since day one. Jonathan Taylor is an absolute monster. He's coming into his
0: own. Wentz will play. Wentz does enough to win. Colts. All right. So that means Alex gets to start the week with a swing pick as he's the only one on the Raiders. This next one right now in Soldier Field, Giants-Bears. Right now it's Bears minus 5.5 over under 37.5. We don't know. Do we know? Um, is it going to be Nick Foles versus Jake Fromm? Is Glennon going to get a chance to start against his old team? What's the quarterback situation here? I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Foles versus Glennon, but I'm not 100% sure. Well,
1: if it's Foles versus Glennon, it's even more reason for America to just not pay attention at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, I am, I am picking the Bears to win the game just because they came off an impressive road victory. I think they've got a little bit more – um consistency and momentum on offense and their defense has played well pretty much all year but the quarterback situation for both teams is just the biggest clusterfuck of a question mark there is yeah <laughs> matt Man. and i know after i know after watching a game with you on sunday i know i know where your feels are with the giants and their offense
1: oh uh, i I've been trying to be as nice as I can be all year, but I'm 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 over it now. Like it's we only got two weeks left. I don't I I don't care. It's (laughs) it's absolute trash. It's pathetic. It's they just didn't have a plan going into the season. Clearly, that if something didn't work, how do we adjust? And it's just not working. Yes, I know you. Alex would be on the camp of it's Jones fault. It's this, it's that. No, it's just the fact that they did not prepare for anything, anything that could go like one thing went wrong and the whole system just completely fell on top of itself. And that would be, in my opinion, the injury to the offensive line right in the beginning of the year that killed everything. Um, Yeah. If it's Glennon, I'm sorry. Like football, like should be ashamed of itself to have to watch that matchup because it's just (laughs) fucking bad. Um, If it's from, I don't know. He didn't look all that great with the start, but then again, they didn't really give him much to even do. Like, it was like baby offense. It was. So, I, I, I don't know. I, Bears are good. I, I, it's hard for me to pick against the Giants because I always usually am a homer pick, but unless somehow miraculously this becomes such a defensive game that our MVP and Gano can actually kick like five field goals. <laughs> I, I, I don't see the Giants winning. All so, right, so Bears. gonna rock,
0: gonna rock with the monsters of the Midway. Reluctantly, Alex.
1: Unfortunately,
0: Alex, you uh, you had the Bears as a good team this year, so I'm guessing this was this one of their wins.
2: This absolutely was one of their wins, and we were <laughs> one of their freaking wins. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, I mean, it, I you know, I'll I'll watch I'll watch the game as I always do watching the Giants, Ugh. but it's not going to be the Why? biggest thing. Um, so we'll, we'll see. So we're all on the bears there. My dad included this next one bucks versus jets in the Meadowlands right now. It is bucks minus 13 over under 45 and a half. Uh, there's not a lot to dissect here with this game. The bucks are still playing for seating. Uh, so I'm taking the bucks.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't anticipate the jets. Doing anything this season, so uh, (laughs) if if I just know, it's it's definitely a Bucks game. There's no way in hell they're losing to the Jets.
0: All right, Matt, where you stand on this one?
1: Do we know what the actual roster for Tampa actually looks like?
2: Well, I mean, they've they've got Antonio Brown
0: and Gronkowski and Fournette all back. It doesn't oh There you go.
2: Okay, no, even their second stringers are better than the Brown, the Jets starters. Quite frankly, no.
1: Actually, I'm going to disagree with you only for this week alone. If the COVID list was a absolutely decimated offense, I sadly could have seen the Jets sneakily get a win because of familiarity with Brady. If you've got even Fournette back, that makes just enough of a difference to get the ground game established, which then only helps Brady throw to whoever he's throwing to. Fournette being back is a difference maker to me, and Tampa will continue on the path of getting better again
0: yeah and i mean the bucks run defense is the top in the nfl and that's literally the only way the jets have been able to really establish anything when they've had good days so that could be neutralized pretty quick this next one another huge spread point. falcons go to orchard park new york to a play against bills mafia right now the spread is 14 and a half the over under is 44 uh, i mean the bills have to have it they can't afford to let down uh, so, uh, t- so i'm taking buffalo
2: yeah, uh, this was the easy one for me. I wasn't high on the Falcons at all. I mean, I only had them winning five games this year. So
0: yeah, this so they technically
2: overachieved. <laughs> yeah, they they have overachieved, unfortunately. But, yeah, no, this is a big old circle to wagons win.
0: All right, Matt, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably in the same camp there.
1: Yep, circle to wagons, even though the Bills have disappointed me in a lot of ways this year. Yeah, they're they're still still, got, they
0: still have ways to make it up, though. They're, st- they're still a good team, and Falcons are just, they're just bad. Yeah. Well, t- two teams that uh, nobody really um, is fond of on the show here. Eagles, Washington in um, Washington. Right now, Philly, minus three and a half as a road favorite over under is 45. Eagles are – Eagles are battling for the playoffs. Washington's season is over, so I don't even – I don't think, uh, especially after the beating that they just got in primetime, I don't even think Washington shows up to play this game, if I'm being honest. And I think that the Eagles will dominate on defense and that their run game will control this game. Uh, so I am taking the Eagles uh, to win. Wait. Oddly quiet there, Alex.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: well, Alex is not going to pick the Eagles to win, so we are so it's really on you, yeah. I mean, we we already know I picked Phil
2: uh Washington to win the division, even though it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's not, not looking like it's going to happen. But
0: this was the game I had them winning for sure.
1: Well, it's not, it can't happen, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> no, you know,
0: we we're all wrong on that one, so but where are you going, Matt? Are you going with the uh the dirty birds of Philly, or are you going with Washington?
1: Um, it's hard for me to disagree with your opening statement on this game. Um, just cause.
0: I, yeah. Really, I mean, how is Wa- how, uh, there's no way Washington shows up. To play.
1: Like, what is the point? Like they might as well just forfeit the last two games. They've already, they already
0: got embarrassed. They got eliminated from playoff contention. I mean, they I mean, they're not going to show up. They're fighting on the sidelines. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't see them being very good. So, uh, yeah, I think Philly gets just some weird, boost of morale
0: and uh yeah all right that gives uh that gives alex another swing pick here as he's the only one on washington but that's just you know him sticking to his guns mostly next one is actually a big game one o'clock this will probably be one of the more um interesting games to follow at the one o'clock hour chiefs go to western ohio to play against the the bangles Right now it's Chiefs minus five-and-a-half road favorite over under 51. Uh, listen, if I'm, if I'm laying money on this game, I'm taking the Bengals with the five-and-a-half. I mean, I think that the Bengals can hang with the Chiefs when it comes to offensive pro- um, productivity. The Chiefs are not going to have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at running back, and believe it or not, when the Chiefs were on their losing skid, he was not available at running back. He makes a difference in their offense, believe it or not. Uh, the Chiefs are playing solid football. I mean, you can't deny they've won eight freaking games in a row as much as it makes me nauseous, but um, I, I like I like the Bengals to to win this game. I, they need it more. The Chiefs have already won their division. Um, and so, I mean, there's not as much on the line for Kansas City, so it could be a little bit of a letdown or a come, a come down to earth, and the Bengals They are trying to wrap up their division and get into the playoffs. I'm not saying Burrow's going to put up Madden numbers again uh, because the Chiefs' defense surprisingly has come around to be very solid, but I am picking the Bengals in what would be an upset. I love the five and a half, but I'm taking a money line plus 176.
2: I mean, it, it wasn't – it really wasn't uh, hard for me to make this pick at the beginning of the year. Um, I don't like the outlook uh, currently. Unfortunately, Chiefs just have too many injuries. And, I mean, at some point, you're going to have to you're gonna have to mess up that, that win streak you had going. So, um, I got the Chiefs. I would not be surprised in the slightest if uh, Joe Burrow and company end up
0: all right, so Alex is going with the Chiefs, but that's more on sticking on principle. Matt, where are you going? Are you taking the Jungle Cats, or are you going with uh, uh, Chiefs Kingdom?
1: Shouldn't surprise anybody. Jungle Cats, come on. All
0: right, Bengals there. That that uh, gives us a 50-50 split. Alex and my dad are on the Chiefs. Matt and I are on the Bengals. That's going to be one of the more intriguing games to watch at 1 o'clock, um, so I'll probably – have the Giants game going and that game going at 1 o'clock because uh, Lord knows I'm not watching this massacre that's next on the schedule, even though it will be locally broadcasted here because it is legally obligated to be. Jaguars go to Foxboro. <coughs> this spread, boys, is Patriots minus 16.5. The over-under is 41.5. Anybody who is remotely decent on the Jaguars roster – will not be playing in this game due to either injury or COVID. So the Jaguars are are literally the sad cats. They have nobody. Lawrence, I, I just hope he gets out of the game healthy. Um, But this, I mean, listen, the pick is easy. The pick is the Patriots. It's just whether you think uh, the Patriots are going to cover the 16-and-a-half or not. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots win by three touchdowns. I could even tease it up to minus 20-and-a-half. Uh, to get even better, uh, um, better payout odds, but uh, this is a no-brainer. Patriots, uh, the Jaguars at this point they want the first overall pick, and they're and let's be honest, they just aren't good enough to beat the Patriots this week or the Colts next week. Two teams that are battling for the playoffs. So I've got the Patriots in what will be a game that is not even on my television.
2: Um. Uh, so I, am not really sure how to follow that one up. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) I picked the Jags. All right.
2: (laughs) I mean, you did have
0: the Jaguars winning seven games. I
2: I mean, yeah, no, I did. I had them winning some games. I just, you know, I just thought it was going to be a a typical, you know, um, we, you know, they, they, they pull an upset and they get a win over a division rival and kind of, you know, create some suspense that way. Um, I hope I'm right. I hope that you know I hope they do win. We've seen we have seen the Patriots struggle recently, uh, which gives me a little bit of hope. But we'll see what happens. There's no way they're struggling enough to lose to the Jaguars. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, like sorry Jack sorry Jets. But uh you're watching a probably Owen two finish to the year.
0: Yeah, I mean it's shaping up that way. So if that they gives, beat the Jets, uh,
1: so I will say though, if they had beat the Jets last week,
0: yeah, maybe they carry some momentum.
1: I would argue they probably could have carried some momentum because that would have been a very big win, even though it was a against a pretty bad team. Bad team, yeah. It was just the way that game went down. If they had actually ended up winning that game at the end, like they really should have, yeah, it could right. be a different story, but it's not. So. It's not so. Alex has, Jones, uh,
0: Alex has got a swing pick again with the Jaguars. The rest of us on the Patriots. Uh, this next one, I find personally to be one of the one of the harder games on the slate to pick. Right now, it's Dolphins Titans in Nashville. It's Titans minus three and a half, over under thirty nine and a half. I'm gonna pick the Titans just because I think that um, AJ Brown stays hot. Both these teams are obviously. Fighting for playoff um, positioning, so it's a huge game. It's honestly, it's basically a playoff game in week seventeen if you if you really think about it. Um, Ryan Tannehill revenge game potentially against his old team. I mean, you can look at all kinds of different storylines here. Um, you know, Flowers and Vrabel, both ex Patriot coaches. Um, I mean, there's tons of things you can look at. I'm going to go with the Titans, though, uh, just because a little bit more Ben there done that. And I trust I trust them to be able to score more consistently than I do uh, the Dolphins. So I'm going with the Titans.
2: Yeah, um, I actually I went with the Titans this week as well as you know, I, I said it all season long. I didn't think Miami would be do much. Obviously, they are on a nice win streak. But when you look at the teams they've played against, it's absolute garbage. Um, and. This is why I think people need to watch the games rather than oh. just be like, oh, my teams are doing so good.
1: Well, uh, seven-game-win win- streak doesn't just happen by it, it beating does bad happen teams. It does, no, though. No, it does. No, no, no. Not in the NFL. Not in the NFL. If you win seven games – Now, granted, yeah, it's contrary to what we just talked about with the Cardinals earlier, but they were still a legitimately really good team during that streak. The Dolphins have been a legitimately good team during the streak. Well, they played good
0: team. They played good team defense. I will say this. um, They definitely they definitely haven't faced the murderer's row of quarterbacks in that winning streak. Um, They haven't. But, you know, hey, you still you you still have to show up and play and win, whether you're facing a team's third stringer or an all pro. So, I mean, credit where credit is due. No There's something to be said. It. Nobody in history has ever lost seven
1: straight and won seven straight. Yeah. Means it's a large number to win straight. Something. But... but I will say I agree with you. This is the hardest game to pick. Yeah. Because I could see the Dolphins pulling out a win as a team win, yeah. getting it done on the ground, good team defense, some special teams. I could also see the Titans just taking care of business because of better quarterback play.
0: Yeah. And like I said, this is basically a playoff game before.
1: I, I originally put that I was going to go Miami. I'm going to stick with it.
0: All right. So Matt because is going the, Dolphins. Yeah, I'm that sticking gives him a with Swing it. pick here. It's going to be a good game. Obviously in the AFC playoff race, it's one to keep an eye on. Uh, this next one. Is an AFC NFC matchup, but it very well feels like a playoff game. Rams go to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Right now, it's Rams half road favorite over under 46 and a half. That big of a spread for a road team going across country leads me to believe that the Ravens quarterback situation is very much a question mark whether Huntley is going to be active. I know Jackson was practicing, but is not trending towards playing. If Tyler Huntley's back for the Ravens, he's played pretty good enough to keep them in it. If it's Josh Johnson, the Ravens have zero chance. But uh, I am going to go with the Rams to go cross country and win this game. And the reason why is not because Matty Stafford and Cooper Cup, but it's because of Sony Michelle at running back. Believe it or not, and I think the Rams defense can harass Baltimore enough. So I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. in, quite honestly, a big game that both need to have. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, I think the Rams are starting to click again, and they're playing good defense. They are Sony Michelle. I've been talking him up forever. Finally, getting his feet under him a little bit more. Looks good. I think the Ravens will struggle. I think they're a very flawed team. And yeah, I right. think Rams take care of
0: business. Right, Alex, where are you going? You going with uh, the Ravens or the Rams?
2: Oh no, no, definitely, definitely going with the Rams.
0: And <laughs> definitely. All right. Well, that yeah. one's a chalk. That one's a chalk game for us. We're all on the Rams there um next game four o'clock game obviously I'll be locked into this one this one's a division battle this one's a playoff um battle this one is a basically gonna have a playoff game feel to it Broncos Chargers in LA right now it's Chargers minus six and a half over under is 46 uh I'm taking the Chargers as my pick The line is up to six and a half now that we found out that Drew Locke is starting at quarterback for the Broncos. But I'll be honest with you, and we all know this, and we've heard me say this before, the Chargers absolutely always struggle with the Broncos no matter the season. The game's always closer than it needs to be. The Chargers absolutely have to have a fucking bounce back from the most embarrassing game of the year. That's just no sugarcoating it. We're going to call it as we see it coming from a Charger diehard. Um, Herbert's got to be the man. He's got to show he's a top five quarterback. The defense absolutely has to show up. We're getting Bosa back, Derwin James, uh, Nasir Adderley, Chris Harris. They're getting a bunch of guys back on defense. They all need to gel. Mike Williams, Austin Eckler coming back on offense. Everybody needs to show up with some energy because they were literally just sleepwalking through the game last week. All that being said, I'll stop the rants. time to move on. But I've got the Chargers winning a game they have to have.
1: If they weren't getting the people back from COVID um, or another.
0: An ev- they'd throw up another duck, and they'd be the same old Chargers.
1: I, I think it would be another loss, and I think it would skid out the year, obviously, and then just be another disappointing year. That's right. That being said, I think Eckler and I think Williams are going to be key guys to watch for this week because it's Herbert having some tools again in his you know, uh, arsenal and where have they struggled on rush defense they may get a little bit of help because they got some guys coming back so maybe they could actually you know stop the rush attack not that i'm really that worried about the broncos rushing attack anyways that will be
0: a key though
1: but that will be key to watch because we didn't think the texans could rush the ball either and and they did yeah um so yeah but i am taking the chargers i think they bounce back i think it's a different era of Chargers football. And I think that they can come back from a game like that.
0: Well, and this could be the, this could be the way to prove that it's a different era of Chargers football. Alex, I'm guessing you've got the bolts cause you had them with a pretty good record. I do. I do have the bolts and I am not even mad that I picked them. <laughs> All right. So that is a chalk pick in a game that uh, both teams have to have. And we're hoping the powder blues bounce back. This next one is another. Um, why are they playing it type of games? But, It is an interesting storyline with the health of one of the quarterbacks. So it's Texans going to Santa Clara to play against the 49ers. Right now it's 49ers minus 12 and a half over under 44. Jimmy Garoppolo's got that thumb injury to his throwing hand. I still think that the 49ers are good enough uh, on the ground game and on defense. I know that the Texans have have shown some signs of life late here in the season. Uh, But the 49ers are playing for something the Texans are not. Um, and I don't think the 49ers uh, and their defense is going to allow for the upset. I think that the 49ers will swarm. So I'm going to take them to win a game um, and keep their hopes alive for the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Um, I didn't have
0: Texans winning. So yeah, your operation fade Houston is still alive. Uh, I don't want- I can't imagine Matt is going to go in the opposite direction unless he just, you know, wants to throw us all for a curveball. What do you mean,
1: man? It's the, it's the, uh, it's the Burkhead era, bro.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God.
1: No. Yeah. I I think San Francisco's got too much to play for. I think they're too strong on the ground. Um, Let's be real. The ground game is better than Garoppolo anyways. So that is true. The only thing that does suck is that means people can tee up the box. I don't think Houston's got really enough talent to be really able to do that anyways, but, hey, stranger things
0: have happened, but I think San Francisco will take this one. All right, so we are all chalked there, not too much of a surprise. This next one is absolutely a playoff game um, in the NFC. Cardinals go to Jerry World to play the Cowboys. Right now it's Cowboys minus six, over-under is 51.5. This is, this is where I'm hung up on with this game. One team – struggling Cardinals lost three in a row. Are they the are they legit, you know, playoff type of football team? Other team, Cowboys, already clinched their division. Don't have to worry about that pressure. But do they actually get over the hump and win a game that matters? Because we know that they choke when it comes to playing in games where, oh my God, it's actually a, a decent opponent and we have to have this game. So that's where I'm hung up on right now. Dak versus Kyler, you know, could be a an epic um, matchup of quarterbacks going back and forth. All that being said, you know, the Cardinals still have something to play for, a.k.a. still trying to win their division. The Cowboys have already done it. I know everybody in America is all on the Cowboys because they just put up, you know, a 50-burger against Washington. That's great. The Cowboys come crashing down to earth. I'm taken. Russell Wilson 2.0 to resurrect their season. I'm taking the Cardinals to win a road game here. Yeah,
2: um, I picked the Cardinals for this one. Um, okay. I I was obviously going off the premise that Cowboys would finish the division at seven and ten and three and well, three and three in the division. Um, that's not going to happen. Uh,
0: no, it's not. So. Unfortunate.
2: This, this is the game that I had them losing, and I hope I'm still right about that.
0: All right, so Alex is on the on the Desert Birds. Matt, where are you?
2: I will say it's hard for me to make this pick,
1: only because my gut tells me that it's not going to happen, but I'm still going to go with it anyways because I've been on them all year. All right. I'm going with the Cardinals. I honestly don't think it's going to happen, and I think, unfortunately, Dallas does win. I think Dallas will end the year strong, and in typical Dallas fa- fashion, as I like to talk about the Georgia Bulldogs, Dallas Cowboys will do Dallas Cowboys things and suck in the playoffs as always.
0: All right, so that gives my dad the swing pick. Is the only one on the Cowboys, so a game picker up potential there for him, as the rest of us. Around on the Desert Birds. Uh, this next game is just, uh, just going to be a pitiful quarterback game in the <laughs> NFC South. Panthers and Saints. Panthers going to Bourbon Street to play against the New Orleans Saints. Right now it's Saints minus 6.5, over-under is 38. We've already said earlier that the Panthers are starting Sam Darnold. The Saints, whether it's Trevor Simeon or Ian Book, Um, Or, I mean, unless it's Jesus Christ, it's not going to be a good quarterback no matter what. Um, All that being said, the Saints' defense, I think, um, forces Darnold into turnovers as he is very prone to doing. So I think the Saints' defense, Alvin Kamara in the running game, get the job done for the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, Ian Book, it won't matter at quarterback for this game. I'm taking the Saints.
1: Yeah, um, that's oof. it's another one. Sorry, uh, football fans and America for having to suffer through watching this quarterback play. Yeah, um, and dude, the crazy I, thing I,
0: is, the Saints are not eliminated; they're playing for playoff lives. God.
1: Um, as much as it, <laughs> dude, I, this this is a, such a bad game to pick. Like, well, yeah. Because of the quarterbacks. Here's the thing: Do I think the Saints are going to force turnovers? Absolutely. Yeah, but can the Saints do anything on offense? I mean, well, really? I mean, it,
0: it just depends. Like I said, we don't know the the quarterback situation. I mean, if if it's Ian Book, probably not.
1: And then you know what are you going to have a seven turnover game like we watched? Uh, what was it? You got to hope that the Saints
0: defense and special teams score score points here. Like if you're I'm... Bet, if you're betting this game and you want a prop you bet the Saints defense special teams touchdown anytime touchdown because you could get a darn pick six or a block punt for a touchdown or something like that.
1: Yeah, with all that said, I'm still, I think, going to go Saints. So, man. All right, sure. Saints are
0: marching in for Matt. Alex, where are you? Because you did not have uh, either of these teams very good this year.
2: No, I, I didn't. Um, and I, I hate that I have this team
0: pick because oh, yes they don't they don't have
2: shit. Uh, yes. god I feel like I'm talking about the same team um I went with the Saints
0: oh you think the panthers are gonna win
2: no I went with the Saints no he's picking the Saints he, he
0: yeah. just doesn't feel good about it
2: idea yeah, I don't like it I don't like it at all um, but it, but I, we already know he hates the panthers so he's
0: not that's what I'm saying
2: eight. so your guts telling you, you think the Panthers are gonna win this game no, my gut's telling me the same. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm i
0: not You're happy saying you don't the like Saints. the pick, and you pick the Saints. So that would mean I you know, think but... the Panthers going to win. No, he just doesn't like the fact that he has to pick the Saints because you don't like them. You don't trust either one. Yeah,
2: I mean, Saints are – you don't know what yeah. you're going to get every – it's like, you know, a, a box of chocolates that all the chocolates suck.
0: They should just <laughs> let Alvin <laughs> Tamara run the wild.
2: Yeah, that's what they <laughs> should do. It's terrible. I mean, they're just a terrible football team. We I'm don't need to waste our time
0: them. on the on this game. I mean, unless you're a Panthers fan or a Saints fan, I mean, there's not much to pay Sorry. attention to. The I mean, like I said, the Saints are technically still playing for their playoff lives, so they've got something to play for. That's mind blowing. We'll see. So
1: that is mind
0: blowing. It is now. This how next is that one, team still alive? I, I mean, listen, it, it is everybody mission. else sucks. hanging by a thread, man, hanging <laughs> by a thread. <laughs> Now, two teams that are dead, Lions and Seahawks. Right now, it's Seattle minus seven out in the great Northwest, over under 42 42-and-a-half. Listen, uh, Seattle has the better quarterback in Russell Wilson. They've got the better skill players with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Rashad Penny's running the ball well. The Lions are just playing harder football right now. I would not be surprised in the slightest if the Lions – cover the seven points i'm gonna pick the seahawks to win even though neither of these teams have anything to play for except pride right now i'm hoping pride is enough for Russ to cook and for the running game to continue clicking so i'm taking the pacific birds to win out there but do not be surprised if mcdc has the boys keeping this one tight i mean honestly my the practical and logical side is taking the
1: Seahawks. Yep. Which the Alice entire did. other scenario is all in on Lions because I legitimately think that they have a lot more to play for. I think they've been playing good football, just not enough to get wins except yeah. for the few.
0: They do cover the spread, though.
1: And I think they cover the spread, no problem.
0: All right. But I mean, this is a close, weird, wacky game. But you're still going with Russ.
1: Yeah, only because I think if the game does get to a point where it's got to be, hey, we've got to get a field goal to win, I think Russ can do it. Yeah, Russ can make
0: plays. He can yeah. still do that. I'm with you. Alex, I'm not trying to cut you off, but we already know who you picked.
2: Uh, okay, Bye bye, me.
0: <laughs> we, just, we just need you to announce it verbally so all the listeners know what we already know.
2: Yeah, I mean for me it's 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 easy to pick the Seahawks on this one. I, I do agree that I would not be surprised to see them blow this game just because um there's a lot of distraction right now going on within an or within the organization. Obviously, Russ has come out and expressed his, his frustration with the team. Pete Carroll has come out and expressed his frustration with Russell Wilson. Um it's it's kind of it's kind of reminiscent of when the Packers hired LaFleur and then drafted Jordan Love. Um, (laughs) So I mean, I I sense a break. That's all working out now though. Uh, Well, yeah, it's all worked out now, but for now that's because LaFleur has the tenure that he's not going to get fired anytime soon. That is true. Uh, So it happens when you win dozen games every year. Pete Carroll hasn't done that in a long time. So like I said, at the beginning of the season, I I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them or either of them go. Um, so, you know, from what I'm seeing, Russ is checked out, right? That's the reports. Russ is checked out. He's not really practicing hard anymore. He's not getting the team together like he used to. If, for all intents and that the season for him is over.
0: Yeah. Um, well, if he plays like that, then if he
2: plays like that, win.
1: Then Detroit could actually, like, win by yeah. t- double so, digits.
2: I won't be surprised if Detroit yeah. wins this game, but I picked Seattle Seahawks because I didn't anticipate them being right. where they're at right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. I don't think we saw them being quite this disappointing, but it is what it is. It's a chalk pick for all of us. We're all on Seahawks. We were all on Saints the game prior. Vikings, Packers, Sunday night football, Lambeau Field, uh, Packers have already clinched the division, but they haven't clinched the number one seed yet. If they win, they do clinch that. So they do have something to play for. On top of the fact that it's just a division rivalry game, uh, Minnesota, you know, they lose Adam Thielen for the year now with the ankle injury. Dalvin Cook got activated from the COVID list, so they're going to have Dalvin. Obviously, that makes a big difference. Justin Jefferson is the man. Um, right now, it's Green Bay minus seven. Over under is 46 and a half. I'm going to roll with the Packers just because they're playing more complete football. I think they are. Right now, the best team in the NFL, at least the way that they're playing on both sides of the ball. They're getting their defensive players back, Jair Alexander. We saw how good their defense plays, uh, forcing the turnovers on Christmas Day. Minnesota will hang because Minnesota's battling for their playoff lives, um, but I don't think they will they will hang quite enough. They pulled off their upset of Green Bay earlier in the year, 34-31 to 31 in overtime. Um, I think Green Bay – Bounces back, uses that as a little extra motivation. So I'm gonna take the cheese heads, um, although I would love for the Vikings to win. Uh, nope, I went with the cheese heads. All right,
2: I'm comfortable with that pick, though. I think they're firing on all cylinders. Things are going well for them despite all the COVID setups ups
0: I agree, Matt. Where are you going? Are you going with the Vikings? or Are you going with the Packers?
1: Well, the Vikings have been. Incredibly disappointing. Um,
0: they have definitely been a Jekyll Hyde team.
1: Yeah, you're 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 not going to get good. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is clearly trying to prove a point. Yeah, he wants number one seed. Let's be real; it's Aaron Rodgers. He's a cocky asshole who wants to win. Well, he does. But and and let's not... face
0: it; I don't think that they, I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl if they're not hosting the NFC Championship game.
1: I agree with that. I think they're going to go after it. I think they're going to come with the heat. And uh yeah, skull, I'm sorry, but disappointing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, believe it or not, that's a chalk pick. Even my dad is picking the Packers to win this game. Damn, even he's giving up. He's giving up on the Vikings. He's all about circling the wagon with his bills. And then Monday Night Football, the uh, the Swan song potentially for Big Ben in Heinz Field. It's Browns, Steelers in Pittsburgh. Right now it's Cleveland. Minus three and a half, the road favorite, over under 41. Listen, I'm picking the Steelers for a couple of reasons. One being the nostalgia of Ben just pulling out some magic, if it really is his last home game. The other reason being Baker Mayfield is as average as the day is long at quarterback. I mean, he's got Nick Chubb. He's got um, good skill position players in terms of, you know, Hooper and Njoku and Landry, and he still throws four interceptions. The Browns defense is what has kept this team afloat all season long. It has not been the offense scoring points and going out there and putting teams away and winning games. The fact that they're a three and a half point road favorite, um, that's just that's probably the most generous line that Vegas has given out this week, in my opinion. I'm picking the Steelers to win it. I mean, if, you, if you're a betting man and, and you're not as confident as me or as comfortable as me, you could take the Steelers plus the three-and-a-half. It's a division game. Both teams battling for their playoff live, so you know it's going to be tight for those two reasons. But I'm going to pick the Steel Curtain um, to pull off some magic here. Yeah, um, I would have taken the Browns all day
1: um, had the report that it could be Roethlisberger's last game in Heinz Field. He's one of those guys to me that just weirdly enough things will line up, football gods will reach in and you know assist, and it's I I just I would be very 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 shocked if we watched Ben just completely fold for our last time at Heinz Field. Yeah, he's gonna if that is true, and he and he kind of is somebody who doesn't really always he he, he doesn't say things with like certainty. I guess would be the way to say it. Like sometimes yep. things are a little bit, you know, oh, a little wishy washy. Uh, the fact that he's, it's even coming out though, I, I don't see him falling back on that. I, I think
2: he's realized like after this year, like, hey, I, th- I think this is it. Like,
0: yeah. He realized
2: it last year. He even said that in an interview. He said he, he really was questioning whether or not he should come back. And he was he was basically approached by ownership and was like, hey, give us one more year. And we'll take put we'll cut. put the pieces. Yeah, we'll take the cut and we'll put the pieces around you that you want. Just give us one more year, and it's just not happening. Yeah, I, I, and I
1: think I, I think he knows that, and I think he's gonna somehow find something in him
0: that'll produce like a big game. Yeah, I think too. This is gonna be a um, a, a a bragging rights game between two players on each team. I think it's yeah. T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. We're, they're going to want to say, no, I'm, I'm the best pass rusher in the NFL. So I would look for those two guys to go balls to the wall, hog wild in this game. Um, Only so problem we'll, is that we'll does
1: see. favor Garrett. Cause it does favor. Garrett, Roethlisberger can't move.
0: Sucks. Yeah. Roethlisberger can't move and the old line's not good. But like I said, I, I think there's going to be some Steelers magic. Yeah. I don't know where you guys are sitting.
2: Yeah, I got Steelers.
0: All right, Alex, where are you going?
2: I went with the Browns
0: All right Browns. so that's a 50/50 split there. my dad is also on the dog pound like I said it's gonna be a it's gonna be a playoff game I mean these games late in the year uh, especially between divisions lot on the line. there could be some football Gods magic happening this weekend with the with the Raiders and Madden and then uh, Roethlisberger and the Steelers so we'll, we'll see how it goes right now as it shakes out Cardinal or uh, Colts Raiders. Alex has the Raiders as a swing pick. Uh, we are all on the Bears. We are all on the Bucks. We are all on the Bills. So that's three straight chalk games. Alex has another swing pick with Washington. The rest of us have the Philly Birds. 50-50 split between the Jungle Cats and the Chiefs. Matt and I on the Bengals. Alex and my dad on the Chiefs. Alex has a swing pick with the Sad Cats. The rest of us have the Patriots. Matt going with the, uh, the Dolphins with his swing pick. The rest of us are on the Titans. We are all chalk on L.A. this week, so that city better not choke as we all have the Rams and the Chargers. Chalk out uh, in Santa Clara, so we've got all those California teams as we've all got the 49ers there. Um, Swing pick for my dad with the Cowboys. The rest of us have the Desert Birds. Saints, we are all chalk. Seahawks, we are all chalk. Packers, we are all chalk. So some chalky McChalkerson there at the uh, the late games. And then 50-50 split between the uh, steel curtain and the dog pound. Uh, So that's where we are going into week 17. It's going to be hopefully a better week. Uh, We'll see. I mean, lots of, lots of playoff scenarios on the line. We're not going to get into all that because there's just way too many tiebreakers and stuff at this point with all the teams that are still alive. So we're not going to put you through the calculus. That is the playoff uh, clinching scenarios, but there are, Certainly plenty of teams left um, with their seasons still in the balance. Uh, So that always makes for intriguing football, which means the three of us will be glued to following the NFL on Sunday. Um, So it should be hopefully an enjoying uh, enjoying Sunday of football wherever you are. Um, I know that I will, and I know Matt and Alex will as well. So for the gang here, uh, we hope that you have a, uh, a happy new year wherever you are, safe. Uh, hopefully 2022 starts out with a, uh, a victory for your team, unless they're playing against our team. Um, then we hope that it's not so happy of a new year for you. But for Alex and Matt and myself, it has been another lovely episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it is all football all the time, and we will see you next week.